You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz Cantina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. And welcome everybody to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 305. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. What's going on over there? Hey, it's nice to be back in the chair. It is good to be back. Robert Herman, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you tonight. Hey, Robert. I saw you were on and then you were off and now you're on. <laughs> Donnie Seeger, how are you, buddy? Driving home from work, but I'm still here listening. Good to see y'all on. Oh, Yes, nice. it is. Thanks, Donnie. What is going on out there in uh, GSR Family Land? We have missed you guys. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we haven't been able to really do a consistent show with me starting a new job and everything, so... Yeah, why don't you tell the listeners about your new job? Yeah, so I did get into the healthcare system, yes, so I'm pretty did. excited, and uh, I am have been in training, and I'm still kind of in training as well, but my schedule's kind of been all over the place. Um, so looking forward to, you know, seeing where God takes this and um, seeing what he chooses to do with it. So, right. I've seen how fast he's uh, taken it. Yeah. It's <laughs> this was just amazing. a pipe dream a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah. It really now was. Now you're seeing patience. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. So, God is good. God is good all, all the, the time. And all the time. God is good. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. Well, not going to take up too much time because we have a long distance guest that's calling in tonight and we are so excited to have her. This yeah. is like a part two it kind is. of thing. Because she was actually on our show like four years ago. And um, I can't believe that it's been four years. She and I was ju were just talking that uh, it's hard to believe four years has slipped on by. Just that quick. But, you know, COVID seems like it was a black hole that just two years kind of went into that black hole. Yeah, that's the truth. It really did. So I, I'll, I'll blame it on that. Um, uh, that's my story. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> but she reached out to us and we're so grateful that she did because she wanted to give an update on what's going on in her life. Um, and she is from Minnesota, so she's calling in from uh, Minnesota Eastern time zone today. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, I'm sure it's cold there. Um, but uh, I would really like to introduce our GSR friend, Miss Laura Carey Stavsky. So Yay! welcome back to the show, Woo! Laura. Woo, well, thank you. <laughs> it's good to be back. Wow. It's really great to have you. Thanks a lot for reaching out to us and, and just wanting to, you know, share what God's been doing in your life. How's the weather in Minnesota? It's been, we're having Indian summer. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's I can believe really it. really nice weather. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you're not like in the, you know, three feet of snow or something. You're global warm. <laughs> 
Well, I tell you, the Lord has given us an extra week to kind of finish putting our gardens to sleep and cleaning everything up. So yeah. it's been good. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Well, the, the last time I was on your radio station, I shared a little bit about how when you go through, um, you know, if you have a rough childhood like I did, I shared that I had grown up in foster families and I didn't have my direct family, um, I, although I did have a lot of stepbrothers and sisters that um, are in the family, I didn't really know them well. So I kind of grew up uh, feeling like an outsider from my own family. And, um, you know, I think I went through a lot of feeling of abandonment. And unfortunately, you know, when you don't deal with that or you don't give God a chance to deal with that, you can be codependent and um, look for love in the places that we shouldn't be looking for love. Um, Jesus is the love of our hearts and our lives. And until we really give him that place and that privilege, we can, um, well, essentially make choices for partners that aren't really God's best. And um, I was sharing in the last time that I spoke about how the Lord helped me find forgiveness for both of my parents and and also um, help me move from being really bitter and um, depressed to just, you know, being um, peaceful and forgiving. And that is a process that, that I didn't get to very lightly. Um, but I know that after I became a Christian in 1981, um, the Lord just began to teach me about what forgiveness means. And how important it is for me to know I'm forgive first of all, and to know that love, that that grace that we have, and and how we can give Him everything. And when we first start off in our walk with the Lord, we we're kind of like babies, you know, we have to learn how to fall and get resilience and Amen pick ourselves that. back up. And it's. Uh, you know, we look to our father for our responses, just like real babies do when they fall. They look at mom and dad like, should this hurt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's amazing what we go through in life. Um, and it, it's hard to understand sometimes why we go through what we go through. But it is part of the refinement process and it is part of the growing and stretching of our Christian journeys um, you know because without difficulty you know the beauty doesn't come out in us unfortunately we're just we just seem to be that way as people yeah that's true you know, I'm really glad that you brought that up because one of the things that's been kind of an ongoing theme for me this year and in this season of my life is seeing that God uses broken things and broken people and he makes beautiful things out of them. Mm -hmm. he Amen does. to that. And I think the, the broken people are what reach other broken people, if that makes sense, because it makes You're you, right. makes you relatable to them. Yeah. You know, and it gives I them... think the Lord allows you to experience those things so that you can have not just sympathy, but empathy. You know, you can understand. Yeah. 
you know, I can understand uh, loss on a whole different level right now. I can yeah. understand stroke on a whole different level. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm able to minister people that are to two people that are there. Mm-hmm. It's actually a gift when you kind of think about it. It is. And it's, yeah. you know, that's why I guess Paul tells us to just count it all joy, even when yeah. we're going through the, yeah. the hard times, which is so hard to do when you're in the midst of those times. But count it all joy because it's God's going to use those hard times to help reach other members of his kingdom. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen to that. To that. Yeah. And I would just like to say that, you know, it feels like sometimes we're out in that wilderness and it, things are dry and we're, we're tempted to, you know, fall into doing things in our flesh. And um, we can get sometimes discouraged and feel alone or isolated when we're out there because um, things in life happen and we have these times where we're losing uh we're losing things in our life like loved ones or we're losing our job or we have things that cause, you know, us to go out of our comfort zones and we're not, it's not an easy thing to deal with, especially when we are put under that kind of pressure. But what I wanted to say about that is I I believe that during those times, that's when God is really, um, if you can think of an anvil and a hammer, we're on that anvil and he's, you know, putting the tools to that anvil to pound us, to pound us and shape us. And he, he not only knows what's in our heart, our character, but he uses it to show us the depth of his love and what he can do through us. And through that transition, it's, it's a, it's an unbelievable, beautiful story of when we say in um, first and second Corinthians three chapter um, chapter three verse eighteen where it talks about that we're all like an open face beholding in a glass like the glory of the Lord and we're changed in His image from glory to glory. You know that process is like a gold or a refinement process, and you know. You can't really get that if everything's working all right in your life. It only comes during this time when we're going through that tribulation. Yeah, and have you noticed, too, when everything goes really well in your life, you tend to get farther from the Lord rather than closer to the Lord? Yeah, almost like complacent. Yeah. You know, the Lord spoke to me about that recently, and I had wondered why I I go to church and I feel, you know, tremendous... um, closeness to the Lord. And then as the week wears on, I'm like, why can't I stay in that? Mm-hmm. And I realized what that was. Mm-hmm. There are things that you do in your life that can actually quench the spirit. Yeah. And Boy, uh, you bet. <laughs> you bet. You, you know, and if you're not careful with it, it can lead you into a dry place mm. where you're not really feeling connected with God and you you start to you know wander off just like sheep like um if you read Psalms 23 it says the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he leads me down he he lets me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still and quiet waters 
Well, usually when we're going through those valleys, we can, you know, have a time of refreshment. But if we're between valleys and heading up by mountains, the pathway is easy to get, you know, if you're not, if you're not following the shepherd, you can get lost. Yeah. (laughs) We got to keep our eyes on the shepherd. Yeah. (laughs) It's really easy to, for us to get distracted, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And take our eyes off of him. And every time we take our eyes off of him, we sink down into that water, don't we? Just, yeah, just every, like Peter. Every time. As soon as Peter noticed all the rough, all the rough water waters and, then, and took his eyes off, off of Jesus. Yep. <laughs> like to told you, <laughs> Help Peter. Help me, Lord. Save me, Lord. <laughs> I saying, Lord, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the thing about that is that the first thing that Jesus did was grab him. He was right there. And he said, why did you doubt? You know? Yeah, Robert says the devil preys on us if, if we lose focus. <laughs> yeah, true. that's true. And you said something about the dry places, and that can either be a really good place if the Lord is dealing with you, or that can really be a dangerous place because the devil isolates you, mm-hmm. and he gets you out on that island by yourself or that dry place. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's when turmoil begins. Mm-hmm. Real deal turn. Well, I think about when when I think about that time, um, the last episode that you shared, 304, mm-hmm. when you both were experiencing just like one thing after another and, and must have felt like barricaded, you know. <laughs> when is this gonna stop? You know what I mean? It's like you, you knew in your heart that you're trusting God no matter what you see and feel, but it was just so much though, you know, an incredible weight that you had to go through and it makes me think about times when you know we're we're in that struggle like you said and you still have to trust him and the the timing to do that it takes so long sometimes but it's amazing when you come out of it though you have this peace that it's the kind of peace that you don't get from the world it's the kind of peace that God gives you and the joy. Like, where did that come from? But it's there. I find too, Laura, that, you know, when you come out of the other side of that struggle, you can look back amidst the struggle and then you could see where he was there mm-hmm. the whole time. You know, you might be blinded by your pain or your whatever it is that you're going through at the time, but you can see, you know, he says, you'll never leave us or forsake us. And is true to his word. He doesn't. He's mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, too, it's important to find purpose in the pain um, because God has a, an appointed purpose for the pain. And so it's important for us to seek out what that is and to trust him and follow him in that because, you know, we don't have all the answers. We like to think that we do and you know, at the end of the day, when you're a Christian, you are literally laying your life at the Lord's feet and saying, I trust you, Lord, to guide me. We have handed the controls over. And it's not an easy place to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Our purpose, I believe, one of the purposes of pain 
and to deal with going through these times that are tough sometimes is to be a demonstration and an illustration of God's glory, his love and his power. You know, when people see our lives, what we, what we strive for is to be, an, you know, a reflection of God. So they should see God in us. Yeah. Amen. And uh, it's those, it's, it's when we go through those times where we're being shaped and purified and set aside for him that um, that's why you can come across someone else who, who's lost a child and you can understand where they're been and through and you can minister to them because you've gone through that valley. You see what came out of the other side of that valley. And, and you in, can share that. In all honesty, we're still going through that, you know, because it's it's only been a few months. It's only been mm-hmm. four months. So, you know, the Lord is still showing us and teaching us things. Yeah. And it feels so good to be able to minister to somebody that's going through, you know, pain, um, really of any kind, because you just connect. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. The aftermath is really a gift in a lot of ways. So, want to welcome the Vanderas. Kevin and his lovely wife on with us right now. Oh, Kevin, it was so nice to meet you in person the yeah, other day. Yeah, so now you know what the uh, Kevinator looks yeah. like. Yeah, we got five other people on. Must be on mobiles or whatever. I can't shout you out. Roberto was on with us. and uh, But welcome. Welcome. Yeah, you welcome, everyone. Dialed into a good one tonight. We got Miss Laura Yep. on, calling from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> so, Laura, last time we spoke, which was four years ago, you were in school, you were pursuing social work, and you said that things have kind of changed in your life. You want to give us an update about what's different and what you're working on now? Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, I was working on my social work degree, and I took an entrance, I took an an entry-level position working for um, a small company as an independent life, um, life coach. And um, after six months, the COVID came out. And so the Lord just kind of led me to a different path. And through this period of time, I, I really was going through something and I had no idea why I was going through it. And um, it was like walking through something and you can't see the road ahead, but you know that there's a purpose there. So it took a while, but the Lord put on my heart to write a book. Oh, wow. That's great. Do you know like uh, what what subject matter? Not quite yet, but it's just to share the things that I've been through and what he's taught me. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I can say during this time for you and Fritz is that when you get before the Lord and you're really able to praise him, regardless of how you feel or what you've gone through, and you just are able to just do that, there's so much power behind that praise and worship. Yeah, it is. there is, definitely. Amen. Uh-huh. And I think, um, you this know, is- Fritz and I definitely, thank goodness, we've always been on the same page. Yeah. 
Um, it's the only thing that I think has gotten us through these times, um, you know, is that we're both anchored very strongly in our faith with the Lord. Um, because for Fritz and I, it's not just Fritz and I, it's, you know, it's Fritz and the Lord and Tina. It's the three of us, like the three musketeers. It's the only way it can be because yeah. Fritz doesn't want to pretend he's even in charge, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that struggle is real. Laura yeah, said something I, I that was true, to... though, that I just wanted to, to say was that, um, you know, she was inspired to write a book mm -hmm. through all this pain. And I found out that writing is very therapeutical. It is. Whether yeah. you're an accomplished writer or not, but mm -hmm. to sit and write down your thoughts and put them to paper. And that's biblical, yeah. where he talks about uh, writing your vision and making it plain. You know, babe, I would have to um, say that I really agree with that, too, because the two occasions that I had to write about Aubrey, um, it was very, very powerful. You know, like I felt it emotionally. I felt it deep yeah, in my core. Yeah. Maybe Laura's on to something. Maybe we should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God's promises over your life. There's a Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19 says this. I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Man, that makes me want to get up and run around. Yeah, you were just talking about that dry wasteland, you yeah, know? And then right? I just imagine that river going and he talks through about it, bringing provision, life. You know? Yeah. Whether and like you said, as you two both have, yeah, you said that you both have, have um, begun to see God, what what he was doing while you were going through this. And you know what? That's going to continue. Yeah. I believe it because every time I, I tell people Aubrey's story, I, I realize I have a very captive audience, you know, and it's an opportunity for me to share about Christ in that moment. And it's powerful. Like, I'm amazed, and I'm amazed at how many people connect and relate, and then they open up, and then all of a sudden, it's like we have this bond. Even though we might never have met before, all of a sudden, we have this bond. We've connected on something deep. Yeah. You know, because then they mm -hmm. open up, oh, well, I lost a husband, or I lost my mother last week, or what have you. You know, it's... um. It opens the door for discussion. And then, you know, we can talk about, well, you know, what is what did the Lord choose to do in my life? Well, this is the reason why I'm doing this now or I'm doing XYZ now. So it provides a platform. A platform. To, yeah. to open up and yeah, talk. The Lord knows what he's doing. He he turns all things for good. Indeed. Amen. You know, in Psalms 23, that verse six says, surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. Amen. <laughs> mm. We have that. 
We do. Well, we just sometimes we don't reach out and grab it, do we? <laughs> no. And that's what I was saying, you know, it, it, during the midst of the pain and the, and the hardest part of the struggle, you think the Lord's not there, you know, like, where are you? Mm-hmm. Why don't you show up? Why don't you speak to me? And then you can look back when yeah. you come on the other side of it and you can see where he was there the whole time. And he shows you. Yeah, it just reminds well, maybe me. maybe for that person who, yeah, you say what you're going to say when I'll say so. Oh, I was just going to say that. What he, what Fritz was saying just reminds me of the poem Footprints, right? <laughs> oh, Footprints yeah, that's a sand. good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic and very true. It carried us the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You only saw one set of footprints and then you realized he was the one carrying, carrying you. Carrying you. Yep. Miss Laura, what were you about to say? And I was just going to say that you know, I mentioned how after I was done with school for a while, I didn't know what the Lord wanted me to do. And I couldn't understand why I couldn't just get him to tell me in, you know, like audibly or through the word or through someone, you know, how those usual ways when he confirms something. Yeah. I just was, I, I, I was almost getting like, anxious about it like thinking am I not hearing God is there something I'm doing that's keeping me from knowing what I'm supposed to be doing but you know he has his own timing yep. <laughs> he sure does and he is not afraid to make us wait <laughs> chances are you will wait yeah but other times he answers you suddenly yeah and that's always shocking when he does that for me, at least. I'm always like so surprised. I, I like, know. what? We I got an answer already. We shouldn't be shocked, you know. <laughs> we always, we have faith to move mountains for other people. And then, you know, we, if our faith for ourselves is a different story. Yeah. You know, I have, so I have faith that it'll do it for you. Yeah. You know, isn't that the truth? But we have so much faith he will do it for other people. But when it comes to us... <laughs> We, I've said those we doubt. words out loud. I'm not going to lie. When I've, you know, shaken my <laughs> fist at the Lord and I said, I have no trouble with faith right now. I know you can do it. Yeah. It's just, will, will you, you do choose it? choose to do it? Yeah. You know, and it just, yeah, you know, pretty soon. And man, when I was, had the stroke and I was so sick, I didn't even have the words, you know, and all I could here was that song, just say Jesus. So I would, mm-hmm. I would just wake up in the morning and I would praise him because the only words I could really muster, I mm-hmm. didn't, I was, you know, full of tears and wrecked. And I just, but you know, he honors that. Yeah. And he understands the groans and the, you know, the moanings and the groanings of. Yeah. The inaudible words. Yeah. Like it's just, he gets it We serve all. a mighty God. And Robert says mm. his timing is it's right for you. You bet. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I just finished a period of time with our church when we were going through Sukkot. And that's a festival of um, the fall season. And um, during that time period, we were looking at the life of Gideon and about how he had you know, been living in the in the with the with the Midianites um, coming and stealing all the produce and the seeds, and every time the harvest would come, they'd come and take everything. And I could just think to myself, 
how often have we faced different seasons in our lives and we felt like the enemy has come and just stole right from us, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but interesting about this story is that there, but the angel of the Lord was watching him uh, as he was taking wheat and he was, you know, in a wine um, uh, press, just, you know, getting this wheat to, to thrush. He was trying to keep it a secret. And the Lord saw that he was doing it and he spoke to him and told him he was a mighty man of valor and he was going to help deliver him. And what did he, Gideon say? Uh, who am I? I'm the, like the smallest among my family. And, you know, he, he just, I mean, that was like his immediate response. It took him a while to really understand that it's God who is going to be with him through this and that he would be defeating all that, all those people as one man, because the Lord and his word was with him. If you're, that's what we can take today. If you're small and you're weak, you're one of God's favorite people because he loves to (laughs) use the weak Mm -hmm. to confound and, and, you know, and, and, well, Paul said we should rejoice in our weakness. Yeah. Because, you know, when I am weak, he is strong. Yeah, exactly. It just shows off the power of God. Mm. Some good stuff tonight. You ever notice that God equips the called, but he doesn't really call very often the equipped? Yeah, so true. <laughs> so very, very true. So very, very true. Oh, I, I heard a series one. Um, what was his name? Elevation. He d- disqualified. Oh, uh-huh. Man, that was amazing series. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you think about, oh gosh, was it David's army? No, whose army was it where the Lord only used 300 soldiers to beat like that? Was Gideon. This it was Gideon's Gideon. Gideon's okay. Scripture verses. Yep. Okay. okay. And uh, it was Judges, the, between the story goes from Judges chapter six through chapter eight. You can see it. The, about what the Lord was doing there. Gideon was trying to help the Lord. He was rounding up a bunch of people, but the Lord wanted to do things his way. Isn't that funny when we get in God's way and try to help him out and make a mess? (laughs) Never done that before, Laura. sure you don't need me to do a little something, something? You know, it could move along a little faster if I helped you. Right. I mean, look at Sarah and her husband and how yep. they tried to have a baby. Yep. They, you know, they tried to help, to help too, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did. When that was Sarah a mess, wasn't it? Abra- oh, Abram. my gosh. <laughs> wow. Uh, yep, there's a few of us guilty of trying to help God out. Yeah. And God I own just that. wait on his timing. God must just look at us and shake his head and giggle like, <laughs> okay, what kids. What part of wait didn't you understand? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do that. The moral though. of the story is that we need to understand that, that there's a purpose behind our pain. There's a purpose behind what we go through. But the ultimate goal is to give God all the glory and to just allow him to do what he wants to do. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Wow. Cool. So when's the book coming out, Laura? <laughs> you haven't written I'm it yet. I'm still waiting on God's timing. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. 
But you said you have, you, did you have, did you say you had chapter one written already? Yeah, yeah I do. Oh, okay. good. Good. Fantastic. So you've started and that's half the she battle has started. right there. There you go. Get up and I go. haven't decided if I wanted to use the title for the book called Out of the Shadows or if I wanted to say something like God loves a wretch like me. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure he will show you what he wants. I have no doubt of that. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll pray for clarity mm-hmm. for yeah. you. So, well, well, how Laura, many years have you oh, had ahead. this radio station? We are nine? on uh, nine years, yeah. right? Nine years and 300 oh episodes. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So your episode number 305 is literally the 305th episode yep. that and, we've recorded. Um, let me um, and see if I can find some stats here. Uh, yeah, we're listened to, listened to and gosh... I don't even remember how many countries, but it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot of countries around the world. And, you know, it's nothing that we did. It's just what God has chosen to do. So, yeah, we've literally tried to quit. And when we tried to quit, (laughs) God grew the listenership. It grew. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did you know that the clay... Like when you're working with clay, if you don't let it dry out enough, it'll shatter when you put it under the fire. Oh, wow. I did not know that. That's really interesting. So think about that. If we're the clay and Jesus is um, the one who's the the potter and we're his clay, there's different phases that you need to go through in order to, you know, to be used of him, you know. So if, if we rush the process, it could be dangerous for us. Hmm. Wow, that's a thinker. That's a powerful analogy. Isn't I feel it? more like the anvil and the hammer <laughs> lately. <laughs> yeah. Boy, and you that can, can be painful. Potter and the clay or the uh, anvil and the hammer. The one last thing, one last thing I want to give you a, a thought about this, and that is there's a purpose for the wilderness, and that is to die to yourself. Ooh. And, uh, you know, let the world go and put on Jesus Christ. And it's a dying process, but, you know, it, it's very powerful. And when you're going through that process of giving up things in your life and handing them over to God, I can tell you that what comes out on the other side is something you've never even thought about. You know, eye has not seen, ear has not heard the things that the Lord has. Ooh, Miss Laura. <laughs> she's got her breach on does. tonight, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, she's got holy some smoke. Holy Spirit in her that, there. Uh, that ministers to me. I'm mm-hmm. telling you what. Me as I well. Feel like I'm uh some days in that in that dry place. But I'm maybe I'm just getting ready for the kiln. Yeah, maybe you mm-hmm. are. And you know what's interesting is that sometimes you have to be glazed more than once. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And guess what? The second time you go through the fire, the, the temperature is turned up higher. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, but thank <laughs> thank the Lord. We get to go through periods where we're resting and we're refreshing and we're, you know, we're 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 able to have that rust, you yeah. know, and we do have that time yeah. of refreshment. Yeah. Wow. Amen. 
Well, Miss Laura, thanks for coming on. Yeah. You have absolutely blessed the socks off of me. I needed to hear some of this stuff. Me too. <laughs> me too. Um, well, truth well, be told, I really wanted to say it to you guys the most because of your last season you went through. It was just bubbling up inside me wanting to say that to you. And I'm glad that it blessed you. And I'm hoping it blessed the, for whoever this is for, for the message that comes out on the radio station. Oh, Amen. Thank you. Um, Laura, do us a favor. Contact us once the book's mm. written, okay? Yes, please. And we'll have you back Absolutely, on to, uh, yeah. to uh, talk about it. Yeah. Okay. That would be great. Awesome. All right. Well, everybody, we sure do love you guys and appreciate you guys. We thank you all for those of you who pray for us. We ask you to pray for our world because, boy, does it need it. You know, there's all kinds of craziness going on today. I was just watching uh, something about the, I think it was the pre-show for the 2022 Birmingham uh, Olympics Festival that they were doing. I, I don't remember if it was for the Olympics or if it was something else, but I think it was for the Olympics. Um and I was shocked and appalled at um, what I was seeing. Uh, the uh, I guess it was opened by Prince Charles because the Queen was sick at the time. And um, just truly shocked and appalled. Um, so if you get a chance to maybe uh, Google that or check it out on YouTube, um, I guess it would be like a pre-show or I don't know what you call it, but um, you know, the stuff is happening around us guys and we need to be aware because we are definitely in, I mean, the Bible talks very clearly about end times and it talks very clearly about, you know, the beast and, and what he's going to do in this world. And we need to be alert and aware because it's going to affect or it should affect our behavior and how we try to reach people and what we're willing to do. You know, now's the time to step out and start doing something with what Christ has given you. He put you on this earth and gave you talents and he expects you to, and you know, to turn around and do something with them. So Amen. Well, I can say that I see that in both of you from this platform and he'll give you more platforms to use. Amen. Amen. That's really all I want from this point. Him making the decisions. Well, thanks guys for hanging you know, out with um, us. Thank you so much. I love this. And uh, thanks to Miss Laura calling in from Minnesota. Uh, our guest tonight and uh, be on the lookout for her new book. We can't wait what the Lord's going to do there. And uh, listen, if you have a testimony, uh, God Stories Radio, Tina at gmail.com or God Stories Radio at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, if the Lord pricks your heart to throw a, a nickel in the jar, um, everything, every little bit helps. Go over to God Stories Radio.com and you can give securely there through PayPal. And we just appreciate it. Every little bit helps. Well, uh, we love y'all and we appreciate it. And um, please, if you have a testimony or something that God has done for you, get in touch with us. You can call in like Miss Laura did. You don't have to be local. 
We'd love for you to come by the studio, and hopefully she will one day if she comes to Florida. But uh, love to have you. But most of all, we'd love to have that testimony. So, well, signing off here from Claremont, Florida. This has been session 305. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless everyone.